It's Thursday, July 1, 2010. BP disasters now the worst ever in the Gulf, and worse than any of us can imagine. The scope of this is beyond belief. BP was ready for walruses, but not so much for hurricanes. Plus, baby, it's hot outside and on Capitol Hill. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The oil and petroleum industry is one of those that we've been overregulating. That's right, Sharon Angle, Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate from Nevada. We've been overregulating the oil and gas industry. We've got to start letting these guys do more of whatever the hell they want. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is sponsored by you, our listeners. Yes, you. Please stop by bradblog.com today, hit the PayPal button, and send your vote for the Green News Report to continue. Okay, Des, I'll tell you, looking at what's going on in the Gulf, I think it is so bad out there that it is something that, frankly, most Americans, actually all Americans, including myself, can't fully appreciate just how bad this thing is out there. Yes, the vastness of this disaster really isn't comprehensible by one human brain. But we'll get to that in a moment. Hurricane Alex made landfall in northern Mexico as a Category 2 storm, but it's still affecting the BP oil disaster 500 miles away. Rough seas halted onshore cleanup efforts and surface skimming and containment operations at the spill site itself. But the good news is the drilling of two relief wells reportedly has not been affected. The BP oil disaster is now now the largest oil spill ever in the Gulf of Mexico, having released an estimated 140 million gallons of oil, much of that remaining out at sea away from TV cameras. Yeah, a lot of that has been documented by Mac McClellan for Mother Jones down in the Gulf. I'll be guest hosting the Mike Malloy program all next week. We'll be having Mac on as one of our guests to discuss just how BP has been keeping the media away from being able to show the real sculpt of this uh, disaster. To that end, John Wathen, a conservationist with the Waterkeepers Alliance, has been flying out miles over the deep waters of the Gulf every week, documenting the effects he's seen on deep-sea marine life. Here's an excerpt from his latest disturbing video on YouTube. It'll take years at this rate to gather up even a portion of the oil that's on the surface today. It seems as though we're not only trying to kill everything in the Gulf of Mexico, but everything that flies over it as well. This toxic environment can't be good for the birds that fly over the Gulf, and certainly nothing can live in these rainbows of death that cover the entire horizon. These pictures are frightening. Wathen has uh, photographs of uh, dead and dying dolphins, uh, a whale fighting for its life. It's just extraordinary. And clearly most Americans haven't seen this. Much of the media has not been allowed to photograph this stuff in the first place. We have the links to his video at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Now, Hurricane Alex has exposed yet another failure in the oil spill response plans from BP and the entire offshore drilling industry. Congressman Ed Markey of Massachusetts explains to Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. BP actually uh, forgot to mention hurricanes or tropical storms in their uh, spill response plan. As we know, they do have plans to evacuate walruses from the Gulf of Mexico, which have not lived there in three million years. They just forgot to mention uh, hurricanes or tropical storms. 
So never occurred to them that there would be hurricanes in the Gulf. Unbelievable. And again, you can blame the oil companies all you want, but the actual blame goes to the government who is supposed to be overseeing these plans. It is their responsibility to keep the bad guys from screwing things up. And as we reported earlier this week, the Gulf of Mexico water temperatures are at record highs for this time of year, but it is hot all over. Several countries in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East set all new high temperature records this June, the third month in a row for record highs. Here in the U.S., we just had our hottest January through May on record, and Washington, D.C. is just one of several major cities in the U.S. experiencing that record heat wave. So, since climate change deniers think those record snowstorms a few months ago in D.C. are proof that global warming is fake. What do you think they had to say about the fact that Washington, D.C. is having its hottest June on record? That's right. Nothing. Other hot topics in the nation's capital this week, the passing of Senator Robert Byrd, Democrat of West Virginia. Byrd's passing means one less vote for comprehensive climate and energy legislation currently stalled in the Senate. And to that end, President Obama met with a bipartisan group of senators at the White House this week to discuss a way forward. Obama reportedly insisted on a price on carbon pollution to be a part of any legislation, but the consensus after the meeting was that no consensus was reached. And I love this uh, comment from John Kerry, who proudly stated after this meeting on climate legislation, quote, we believe we have compromised significantly and we're prepared to compromise further. You go get him, Senator Kerry. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And please have a safe, happy, healthy, and green 4th of July. This has been your Green News Report. I really can't But baby, it's hot outside. But baby, it's hot outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop in.